2: this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156
3: welcome to the busted open podcast saturday edition this is andreas Hale, and on today's episode Mark Henry and I break down Scorpio Sky's borderline babyface role. What's up with this feud between the Bloodline and RK McBro? And, of course, it wouldn't be a Saturday show without Weekly Winner. All that and more on the Busted Open podcast. For those who watched Rampage last night, because obviously we did, uh, Scorpio Sky was challenged by Frankie Kazarian for a TNT title match. Um, And we had this very weird... Segment with Dan Lambert. You know, he's from Baltimore, then he chops Baltimore down. All ego Ethan Page talks his fired up shit. And then Scorpio Sky is like, I think I'm a babyface. I'm gonna kind of be a babyface in this promo. I, I don't know. It feels I'm like fight anybody. I'll fight yeah, anybody anytime. I'm, I'm gonna bring, bring some pride back to this title. Yeah, it's I'm gonna put some respect. Yeah, he's a babyface, but he's put he's some in, respect on my name. <laughs> but he's in this faction still. And it makes me wonder it's like, Was this just a hard pivot where they were like, we didn't expect this, but now that we got it, we just got to kind of run with it because, yo, the fans turned on Sammy quick and uh, fast. Rightfully so. I thought that shit was lame. This is my thing.
2: I've had friends that wanted to hook up before. Hey, Mark, hey, man, can you call and see if I can get tickets to the Grammys? I mean, stuff like that. What? I mean, just you know, people. Yeah, I know people. Hook, hook me up, man. See if I can get me in the door. I, 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 you know, I pay for everything. I do all my. I just need to get in. And that's that's what I felt like happened with Frankie Kazarian. Frankie's like, hey, man, congratulations on your success. You know, I mean, you know, you my guy. We've been we've been rocking since you know junior high. Uh, Hey, when I'm gonna get my shot at the title?
3: (laughs) You, you my guy. You said I could get a shot. Hey, but Scorpio was like, that's crazy. But Scorpio was like, yo, you stepped aside for me. So in the baby face, as a baby face, I'm gonna give you your shot. You know what I thought was interesting during that segment? They glazed over it, but they got rid of the intergender match real quick and didn't say nothing else about it. All you can, Ethan Page said. Uh, that intergender match with Paige Van Zandt and you and uh Ty Conti is not happening anymore. Where the hell did that come from? I thought we were doing that. Out, it's out.
2: Somebody not doing it. it. They just now Frankie is is into the picture going, where is my shot at the title? Mm. We boys, you promised it. I'm here to collect. Does that make does that make Frankie a heel? No. No?
3: No. No. If it, what no. Does that does that make him an opportunist. Yeah, I mean, he's getting what he's owed. Like he stepped aside. My man said, Listen, I'm gonna let you get that shot if you let me be the first one to challenge when you win. And the funny thing is in pro wrestling, that shit usually never works. The person says, Let me step aside, and when you win, I'll get my shot. That person always loses. But this happened, it happened to work <laughs> he out. He won. He won. Uh, better question. Is Scorpio Sky full-fledged babyface right now, or do you think he's going to tween it up for the next few weeks? You know what? That's that's a
2: good question. Uh, we're going to have to pose that question to the nation. Uh, that's that's one that I, I feel like they should be in on because, you know, this is interactive, man. The Saturday show, normally me and Ryan, we we, we like, listen, guys, uh, this ain't just our show. This is your show, too. Like, is he treading the line or is he a baby face? Because the guy that I saw, that was a baby face. You might, be right. Him. You might be right. They cheered him multiple times.
3: Nation, we got to get your thoughts. 877 344 Uh, Yes, we got to let you in on this conversation. Is Scorpio Sky a baby face? And it was, it's been a quick turn, too, because just a couple of weeks ago, he was talking big shit, and it felt like a, he was a heel, but now he beat Sammy Guevara, and it's like, all right, cool. He is now a babyface. Uh, how long does Scorpio Sky hold, hold this title? I'm going to preface it with this. I felt like since Miro was champion, they've been hot potato in that title. It needs to settle on somebody for a minute, and it feels like Scorpio Sky could be that guy. I feel like the AEW
2: needs more baby faces. There are so many guys, Frankie Kazarian included. You say that Frankie is not a heel, but the way that he said that. Now I, I'm very easily like, look, man. I know we have uh, uh, an agreement that I'm I'm supposed to get this title. If you want to, you know, if you want to defer that and take somebody on before you get to me, I'm, dead, I'm good with that. But I do want to get my shot. That's baby face talk. Frankie was like, hey, the hell with everybody else. Remember what you said? You said, <laughs> and that, that's where the time meets the road. He sounded like a hill to me. And you got to be very cautious about how you say things. It's not always what you say. It's how you say it. And, um, you know, I've I've said that to my kids before. I walk in a room and my wife says something and then I get a response and I go, whoa, whoa, who are you talking to? You can't talk to my wife like that. Now that didn't sound like asking. Now let's rephrase that. Now go ahead. Let me hear you. <laughs> I have to straighten these situations out before my wife kills everybody. <laughs> she is a nuclear bomb walking. <laughs> I mean, boom, blow the whole house up. So I gotta, I gotta be the peacemaker. Hmm. And that's what I did not feel from Frankie. I felt Frankie being one of my disruptive children saying something that's going to incite a riot or set the bomb off. And I'm like, you know, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. You know what I mean? You got a new baby. Oh yeah. Well, Hey, she's emotional, hormonal. You say the wrong thing. Facts. Mushroom cloud. Yeah. How, yeah, The whole neighborhood smoking. So that is, true. that is kind of how I felt about Frankie even though you, your point was well taken, no, I, I don't think that Frank is a is a heel, a bad guy. It just came across like that to me. That's just my opinion.
3: Yeah, it's it's a lot of gray area in this whole thing. Um, Dan Lambert, obviously, you know, he comes out says he's from Baltimore. Heel, one hundred percent heel, dirty son of a gun. <laughs> but the, but the interesting thing is, I feel like Scorpio Sky is already babyface because the one thing that he said is he goes. Dan, that title you got up around your waist is supposed to be in the cabinet. Why are you carrying that thing around? Whoa, I, I missed that. Yeah. He told him, put that T, that TNT, title that you got ain't the real one. Put it away. And the way he said it, I was like, well, that was real baby face of him. How wow. long can this relationship last now? Because you put them together. And mm. a lot of people was like, why did you do this in the first place? And as soon as it starts picking up steam, when well, Danny can never be a baby face, he's just got heel written all be over
2: yeah. He is, I, that dude is probably, got his his identification probably starts with 666. <laughs> he is evil. He asshole. Like, man, you hear how he talked to people? I, I, I saw Dan Lambert get out of a car at an AEW show. And I guess the driver did not want to get out of the car. To open the trunk and get his bag out. And Dan's, are you going to get your ass out of the car and get my bag? And I went, oh shit, <laughs> this is real. He <laughs> <It> is a <laughs> Man, that's, I've listened, I've been pissed at people for doing that before. And I'm sure that Ariel and Andre and yourself, Andrade, would. <laughs>
3: Oh, <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> you're way too tickled by this man. <laughs> <laughs> that's tickling the out. shit out of me I can't <laughs> help it
2: I can't help it but I, I, I'm i sure that y'all have had that before right where yeah, somebody course. you get out of an a Uber or something and you expect the person to get your bag out and they don't Yeah, that never happened to y'all of course
3: it definitely happens to me before so, but did you go hey your ass out the car and get this bag. No, nah, see, I ain't do all that. I, I mumble on down my breast like this mother. Like, and then I go get my bag, right? Keep Dan pushing. Lambert is full on Dan Lambert. Get out and get my bag. That because he's a he's a Whoa. heel. So that, so yeah, ultimately you got Scorpio Sky. As moving babyface, you got Dan Lambert, who's the ultra heel. And Ethan Page, it seems like, like every promo he cuts is piss and vinegar. So I guess he's a heel, too. I don't know. I'm very interested to see where this goes. And in- me too. <laughs>
1: Hey everyone, it's Brad, the big noise Evans from the fantasy fast track with the fantasy football season upon us. Catch me and Brandon fun Buns funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more get that first place medals. What you're after. We've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
3: RK McBro, I'm going to get this shit right. It's RK McBro because McIntyre's in there against the bloodline. Um, He's Mac. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, this match going into WrestleMania backlash. I'm sorry, man. I'm so taken out of it without the unification. Bama Dave made a good point that if you do the unification match, it should be in front of a big crowd. And if you do it at like a Legion stadium, money in the bank in Vegas, where I live, which would be fantastic. I get that. But when you tease that match for weeks and weeks as a unification match and then you just wake up one morning which I guess Vince did was like, "Ah, fuck that. We're going to throw Drew McIntyre in here and we're going to throw Roman Reigns in here and make this a six-man tag." It just squeezed the juice out of that match. Like it's it did. a match now. What do you think, Mark?
2: Yeah, I think exactly the same. You you hit the nail right on the head. Like it trivialized it. Yep. It it made it like anything else. It wasn't special no more. And I'm all about the build-up to a match being special. And that's where I thought, I, man, you you remember just a few years ago, Roman Reigns drew McIntyre right before the COVID pandemic. Um, what was that? The the Royal Rumble? I think it was
3: Survivor Series, was it not? It was Survivor Series. Yes.
2: Man, it was hot and heavy, bro. I was super excited about that matchup. And I thought I was going to get that again. And
3: (laughs) sad trombone, that shit. Look, um, sad trombone. So here's here's my thought on why Drew Mack is being inserted in this match. Tyson Fury recently beat Dillian White at Wembley Stadium and Tyson Fury after the fight talked about heading back to WWE. It feels like. They are fast tracking the, the Roman Drew McIntyre feud so they can pivot to Drew McIntyre versus Tyson Fury. It felt like the, like Tyson said, look, I'm available now and figure out the shit you need to figure out now because I ain't going to be here too long. And they was mm-hmm. like, well, let's hurry up and get Drew into this match, which sucks because, yeah, I get WWE is about the celebrity and the spectacle and all that, but Drew and Roman is like, that's a feud. That SummerSlam match was, I mean, SummerSlam Survivor Series match was a banger. And they should do it at SummerSlam. I don't want to see it fast track. I don't want to see Roman and, and Drew interacting in this manner. I think there's such juice into this feud that throwing them into the six-man tag doesn't help it. You know what? You saying that, I understand what you're
2: saying. But also Tyson Fury, that's, that's, that's a, a pretty interesting piece. And I just found out uh, recently through this documentary that I was watching uh, about bare-knuckle fighting about the gypsy boxing and the lineage of Tyson Fury's family to bare-knuckle boxing over 100, 200 years of the people in his family that have been involved. So, like, the WWE should should, should grab some of that story and tell some of that and make have him and Drew McIntyre have a quote unquote fight, a gypsy fight, because the gypsy fighting uh, has the gypsy rules and he's considered the gypsy king, uh, which I'm very sure that if he was uh, fighting the gypsy way, there would be nobody that could beat him. Bare knuckles, tall as he is, you couldn't hit him in the face. A normal person. You know, so you need to be a pro box. You need to be a pro fighter. And Drew McIntyre, you know, they're, they're, they're both across the pond people. Right. And they got, know, to, they got a cross the pond show coming up, too. And it's coming. The it, It's coming. So why not uh, pivot that and and start that ball rolling? I, I'm not mad at him for that because Roman can get anybody. You know what I'm saying? When the pretty girl walk in the club and everybody they look at this, they start looking like who who is that? Yeah. Roman Reigns don't have no problem getting a take. <laughs> I mean, he
3: sure doesn't. So just, let's
2: let's go. I'm I'm with it. Now you got two good matches.
3: Yeah, see, I, I like Roman and Drew. I just it just felt like this tag match, this six-man tag, just didn't need to happen. I will say this: when they first put Riddle and Orton together. I was like, I don't know how this is gonna play out. Oh, I was, I was so skeptical. But man, magic! This, oh my God! There every week you start going, are they gonna break them up? Look, never break these two up. Riddle and Orton are magical. And Orton, I mean, you obviously know Randy. He seems like he's having the time of his life. Every interview he does, every yeah. promo he cuts, it feels like. He is truly enjoying himself, and this is the, my favorite version of Randy Orton. This, I've loved Legend Killer Randy Orton. I've loved I've, every version, but this one, it just seems like a man who's reflecting on his life and just soaking in every single moment because of Riddle. It's incredible. You know what? And and I hope that if they do split him up,
2: that they don't pit him against each other. I hope that Randy see they 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 groom Riddle to going to a world title match. And Randy is is like, look, man, as much as I want you to stay in this tag, it's your time. You need to go full bore and become the world champion and push him toward that world championship status and Randy be in support of him, but Randy have to take the back seat and Randy have to go off and get a break and – not not be seen, and then when he comes back, he's kind of just not interested. And then Riddle becomes champion, and Riddle goes, hey, Randy, I wouldn't be this without you. And without there being a <sighs> bad blood between us, I would love to give you a shot at the world championship and, and you go into this brother, brother match and it's gotta be on a big stage. It can't be, I mean, this is a WrestleMania stage type match. And it, it could be like Brett knowing and you know, like I, I've, that's, that's my dream for a breakup. If they ever had one, Which, you know, they can't, they won't, they won't stay together, forever.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think of it in terms of like the New Day, the New Day never breaks up, right? Never. They get their run and you never want to see him break up. And I'm sure it's been teased for them to break up for years, but you don't see it. Randy Orton is a grizzled season veteran. For him to want the best for Riddle, I think is the best way to go about this for you because Riddle is a star, Riddle is, I mean, in terms of a worker, his personality, at first I was like, they're going to RVD him in WWE. He's just going to be cool, bro, smoke one. And that that's it. That was going to be his gimmick. But he's so much more than that. And I think that as long as you keep them together. You, you think he smokes? You know, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a little CBD oil. No, no. <laughs> That's on bitch chief. <laughs> we know what it is. Man, listen, I covered <laughs> Willie I covered Nelson. Three. That's Willie me. Nelson, little cousin. Yeah, yeah. Riddle's a chiefer. And I, you know, I kind of, it's the way they've kind of leaned into it is cheesy with like the t shirts and shit, but it is what it is. But I think Randy and Riddle, I think you're absolutely right. If you, when you, you have to split them up, and Riddle needs his solo path. And you say he's got to become champions. So that means he has to beat Roman Reigns. Is he, is whoever Roman puts over has got to be the guy. Is Riddle that guy? Mm. There's two titles right now. It's not. It's not completely yeah. unified. I don't even know what that shit means anymore. What? What is? I it mean, unified.
2: I mean? You should join the two titles, right? And it become one
3: title. Yeah, but that's but not st- what it is yet. <sighs> so why did we do it? I'm sorry. This this stuff pisses me off. You, you sound like Ryan. Now I, I, know I know why y'all are friends. Oh, I love Ryan. He, I know but, why y'all are friends now. <laughs>
2: Because, yo, it's like the hell with the two titles. Andre told Ryan one time that I I, I started it with the, you know, it's about the money. And then Andre said, yeah, the networks, they're not going to want one guy to have a title because that means the other brand is without representation. And it's hard to sell merch. It's hard to sell ad space if the champion is on the other show and not on your
3: show. So that's what it is. That's what it's about. It's about the money. Look, man, I get what you're saying. I just don't care. Am I right, Andre? (laughs) Listen, I'm just, I listen, I like the brand split when you keep exclusivity, right. And you keep certain talent on one show, certain talent on the other show. And I've always believed if you elevate the IC title on one show and the U.S. title on the other show, You can create a number one contender with your champion floating between those two shows. That's always been my thought. But you said it best.
2: You said, I won't. Won't in one hand and pee in the other and see which one fill up first. No. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Look. You can want all you want to is what I'm
3: saying. Uh, Mark. I'm, I'm just being a realist. I hate to bust your bubble, bro. I hate to do it. I watch WWE. My bubble is burst every goddamn week. I'm used to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why are you keeping this so real?
2: I, I'm I just no saying. Like you, you have to look at the
3: business. I, yeah, I get it.
2: And and we want to be in suspended belief and 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 hope hope for the best and want for the best, but that's not the way it is. That's not the reality of it. I lived it before. That's and true. I've seen it get to the point to where you hear the rumblings from the network when it was one title. I guess we were on Spike TV at the time, and they were like, "Well, why don't we have the title? Why don't we have the championship?" This was the rumblings between the executives. We we want we want the title. We want the title on our show. USA were like, we were here first. <laughs> we were here first. <laughs> we're going to have the title. And then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Did Spike go away? Yep. Yeah. So that's what will happen if you do that. You will lose one of your suitors. When you start the fight about there being one, you're going to lose money. Vince not gonna lose money, and not just Vince, but the wrath of car. Oh, no, holy shit! <laughs> he about that money, boss. Look, he got the he got the he got the uh uh what's what's the running back for Seattle Seahawks back in the day? Which the, which, the, the Bruiser, on Lynch. Yeah, Marshawn. About that business, boss. He about the money. And that's what it's gonna be. I hate to bust the bubble. The whole wrestling world right now is like, damn it, Mark. Like, yeah. why are you? Why
3: are you so real? But I, I'm just telling you. I mean, about like, the cash. I get it. And to pivot back to the question itself is is riddle the guy. And You say there's two titles out there. That means Roman would either have to just vacate one, or is he gonna get beat for one? He's gonna have to get beat for one. Mm, that's interesting.
0: We're not going to
2: vacate a, him vacating the title trivialize
3: it and belittles the title. I mean, shit, he did that with Brock when he just threw the title on the ground. Mm-hmm. Leading up to WrestleMania, he looked at that Universal title and was like, "I mean, the Raw title was like he just tossed it on the ground. He belittled it. Then, does he really want it? Mm. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. These are the questions, nation. Eight seven seven three four four forty eight ninety three. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about and obviously now we're talking about Roman Reigns but yeah this whole RK bro thing I'm just I'm not excited are you ready
1: this is Renee Ficquette and I've got a new tag team partner one of the toughest women in MMA Misha Tate we're gonna take over the radio every Monday on Throwing Down with Renee and Misha Join me and Renee as we cure the Monday blues by dissecting every major headline happening in the cage, the ring, and everywhere in between. Don't be scared honey. So listen to Throwing Down with Renee and Misha Mondays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM. Fight Nation,
3: Channel 156. Andreas, what was your weekly winner? All right, man. So I'll tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't SmackDown. It definitely <laughs> wasn't that. <laughs> I'll tell you. i tell, oh, tell, tell you. It wasn't Raw. I'll tell you that much. Even though I think Hit Raw... Headshot. <laughs> damn. I think Raw is getting better, but it wasn't Raw. Uh, it wasn't NXT. And I thought NXT had a pretty good show this week. I feel like... Mm, there's some things that were just the eh, Braun Breaker, Joe, Joe Gacy match. I was like, whatever. Uh, without Harlan there, it just felt kind of weird. It wasn't Rampage. I like Rampage this week. What did you think about the Viking Raiders and the Creed Brothers? I thought it was a great match. I I just have, I, I'm not a big fan of sending talent that you're not using down to NXT just to do a match all the time. Um, but I did like this match because I like the Creed Brothers. I think the Creed Brothers are great. I've always thought the Viking Raiders were a great tag team that had been underutilized. So if this is the work they got to get or give, I'll take it. Um, but it wasn't NXT. My show for this week was Rampage. And it's, I mean, I'm not, sorry, not Rampage, Dynamite. I am, I was floored by Regal's promo this week. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I was, that that by itself could have won the damn, the damn uh, show of the week. But the Blackpool Combat Club, whenever they show up on my screen, I smile because I like violence. <laughs> you choose violence. You wake up and put your Air Force Ones on. Listen, man, I'm going to be real explicit right now. I like seeing people get fucked the fuck up. Oh, and I think damn. the Blackpool Combat Club is very much in that vein. And it's just I, lo- I loved it. I loved more seeing Wardlow. We talked about this off before we were on there. The presentation of Wardlow. In the handcuffs with security coming down, yeah, no music is phenomenal. It gives that extra edge to Wardlow that just kind of pushes him over the top. It reminded me a little bit of when Ciampa used to come out with no music when he was feuding with Johnny Gargano, and it was just it was just booze. That was his theme music. This is him in cuffs and security. Yeah. Dynamite's my 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 show of the week. Uh, what's yours, Mark? Well, since you already started it like that.
2: Um, I'm I'm going to give a little bit of understanding to just like you say why a show is not my weekly winner. Um, I cannot give it to Raw because Raw was another one of those that um, the stuff was heavily on the talk. I mean, there was a lot of talking, um, short matches. Um, you know, like some of the stuff that Seth Rollins and, and Cody Rose, you know, like the, 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 the hits got played and, and I, I like the hits, but I, I want to, I want to see some, I want to see some eggs being broken. I want to see the, I want to see the, the, you know, I can't say here the glass break because that's a special, special, uh, analogy. But I won't. I won't see some mass confusion, and that show just didn't give it to me. I was. I actually like NXT this week, and I told you that before the show started. Um, my best part was watching uh, Carmelo Hayes and Solo. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching Nathan Frazier and Gracian Waller. Um, like it was good wrestling. Um, I mean, I know you wasn't heavily um, into the, you know, the Joe Gacy match, but uh, they did some good stuff, and, 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 I, and I, I give them respect for it. It's just that the, like you said, the Cree brothers and the Viking Raiders, as much as I enjoyed it, you knew that it's, it's kind of like they're not being used on the main, on the main two shows. So let's just send them down there and same thing with Natalia and, and, and all of the, the stuff that goes on. I, I, you know, it was, it was, it was good, but it wasn't at the level of a uh, dynamite. Now I, I, I really loved rampage and not because I was on it, but Ooh, I, I, just, I, I just have to go back to Dynamite. Dynamite was just too damn good, man. Uh, the Owen Harp uh, Cup qualifying matches. Uh, like you said, you know, when William Regal came out, bro, the, the whole feeling of the show changed. The, the Blackpool Combat Club is a, is a real thing in this pro wrestling world. Uh, we're going to be talking about this for years and years to come. And, you know, like the the whole, the whole backstage stuff um, with Jungle Boy and Lutasaurus and Christian Cage with Ricky, Ricky Starks and Hobbs, like, like I, I enjoyed that. I thought that it was, it added a lot of flavor to, um, to, to what we got to see. And the match of the week to me uh, and the storyline of the week to me was Wardlow and Morrissey hmm. uh, for two different reasons. MJF and Spears in the press box uh, throwing popcorn at fans and, and running it down, running Wardlow down and, and oppressing him and holding him back. And then you see the police come out with Wardlow in the handcuffs. And the match, when you get Morrissey coming down looking the way that he looked, I mean, he looked like I'm all the money in the world just stacked up as high as he is tall. And they had a good match. Like he really looked good. Uh, he paid homage to Enzo when they started talking about Enzo. Did a little Enzo shuffle. Yep. Like he got in the ring, but that was only a portion of it. The 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 him getting powerbomb one time and Wardlow realizing, oh, I can't mess around with this dude. I need to pin this dude, and he did. Like, that's the underlying story that uh, I was very impressed with. Not to mention, we had Enzo on Busted Open yesterday with me and Dave. And he was basically saying, guys, the, even though Morrissey lost that match, he won because I saw where he came from mm. just the under two years ago. He tried to kill himself. He had a lot of things going on that was not in his favor. He was suffering from anxiety as well. And had like a breakdown. And tried to end it. And people who rallied around him. Enzo being the first one. His girlfriend. Diamond Dallas Page. Doug Lawson, and the list goes on of people behind the scenes that were like, man, we got your back, man. And then the fans. There were fans that were like, man, we're praying for Cavs. And you know what? The people around Cavs were like, look at this. All those, there, there was for all the haters. They fell away. They're gone. This is who's cheering for you now. Look at these people on social media. Good luck, Cavs. You can do it. Well, he won, guys. Back in the mainstream. And I was touched by it. And I I felt really, really impressed with the fact that he was able to do that. And any show that you get a, a Samoa Joe sighting, (laughs) <laughs> they play that music, I get fired the hell up and want to fight everybody. But the match that everybody talked about from a wrestling standpoint was Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix. Bruh. Wow. Listen, listen. There are not two more athletic guys locking horns in pro wrestling right now. You, you, the, the, the only two people that I could think that I would want to see that that would be equal to that would be mm, ricochet and uh, what's my guy in Japan? Um, Will Osprey? Will Osprey? Boy, yes. Those are the only two other guys that I could I could I could sit here and go. You know what? They could have a match like Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix. That was so. That's cool. heavy praise. Yeah. And that was on the same show with what we just talked about. And how can you not just say, you know what, man, you're right. Like it, it would be, it would be a disrespect to um, for, it'll be a disrespect to Dynamite to not give them my weekly winner. And Ryan and I always say this about weekly winner. If you're not first, you're last. Shaking bake, baby. Like, <laughs> my weekly winner goes to Dynamite.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Ehrlich. The digital producer is Gabby Pisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Marissa Rivas is the director of Fight Nation and Sports Podcast. Special thanks to senior vice president of sports and podcasts,
0: So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash
2: rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles.